The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ken Gibson is a self-proclaimed modern-day prophet and author of The Universe Is Not What You Think It Is, a book promising to reveal profound truths about existence, challenging conventional religious and scientific beliefs. And Ken is with us here. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. So, can you just give us a bit of an overview about your book, The Universe Is Not What You Think It Is? In the book, I'm going to explain exactly what the title says. Well, that's what I did explain. Uh, I explained what the universe is. I explained what the solar system is. I explained what the galaxies are. I explained what God is. And and this isn't a book of uh, theory or speculation. This is a book of of fact. I can prove everything that I say in the book. So what kind of things are in the book that you do prove? Well, first, uh, I explain what atoms are. We have we don't really understand what atoms really are, and I, uh, I, I give a, I give the actual definition of what they really are and what atoms really mean yeah. to us. Everything in our existence is based on atoms and the mathematical equivalent of atoms, which I guess we would consider black holes. I'm sorry, the mathematical opposite is what I should have said. So, what was it that inspired you to actually? write this book. I guess there must have been some big moment for you. Well, man, I, I, I may sound like a lunatic here, and I hope <laughs> I don't sound like this, but I was given the knowledge, the understanding, and the inspiration to write the book by the entity that I call the configurator. And um, yeah, there, there's no way, I consider myself a very intelligent person, but there's no way that I could have written this book on my own. No way. So what kind of help did you get? It's hard to describe it. Man, the best way I could describe it is saying that like, there was literally information input into my brain. Mm. I didn't hear any voices. I didn't see any you know, things written on the wall or anything like that. But I had information basically put inside of my brain. Yeah. Uh, and that's the best way I can explain it. Yeah. Now that sounds like you have gone mad. Hmm. But obviously you prove this stuff and I take it you've done some research as well. It's not just all stuff that's put in you. I've done research, uh, like, you know, I've read up on Egyptian mathematics. Uh, I've read a little alchemy, uh, a little sacred geometry. Um, 
I've studied a lot of the periodic table of elements. I look at that quite frequently. Uh, mathematics, geometry, chemistry, stuff like that, you know, I've brushed up on. But that's really, you know, what all, I, you know, that, that's what I've needed. That's what I needed to put the book together. And I, and I did get a, some inspiration from a few people as well that, that I mentioned in the book. Um, talking to those people kind of helped me put things together, you know, in order to write the book. And in the book, you delve into questions about the existence of God. So what is your perspective on that matter? Well, and this is the, the funny thing. If you look at God, if you look at a number line, if you look at the zero in the middle, and then you look at the positive numbers going one direction and the negative numbers going in the uh, other direction, that zero in the middle that balances both the negative and the positive, that both go on for infinity in both directions. Um, when you look at the zero, the zero has no lines in it and no beginning or, or end point, which indicates infinity. If you add the zero to a positive number or a negative number or subtract them, the number doesn't change. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that indicates metaphysicality uh, and uh, that uh, metaphysicality, infinity, uh, balance. And if you look at the fact that the zero starts at the beginning of both number lines going positive or negative, that also indicates creation. So if you know how to look at numbers, you can see things that we normally wouldn't be able well, I can see things that people normally wouldn't be able to see. And um, when you look at that zero, that zero is the mathematical representation of what we would call God, what I call the configurator. And uh, it's the only one in existence as well. There's, on, there's infinite numbers, but only one zero. So that's how I know what, what God is mathematically. And in the book as well, you claim that religion and science both fall short in providing real answers. So why is it that you believe that? That, and how do you think your book helps to fill the gaps? Religion is just fairy tales. Uh, in fact, I could we could do a whole show on the evils that religion have introduced into this world. Specifically, I'm talking about Christianity and Islam. We, I could give you a whole show <laughs> on the evil as opposed to the good. The, the scale is heavily weighted on the evil as opposed to the good that they bring into the world. You know, not and I'm not even I mean, it's just so much we could talk about, you know, in terms of religion but um it's just it's no different than reading greek mythology roman mythology or egyptian mythology religion is just a bunch of stories it has no relevance on our situation today and in terms of science uh science is an absolute disgrace the the state of science doesn't even exist to be honest there is no real science because any science that starts with the theory of evolution is not real science yeah. Any science that doesn't acknowledge a creator or is not based on mathematics is not real science. So there is no scientific theory right now that will ever go to any logical conclusion because it's not possible for any scientific theory, theory right now to go. You, you'll never be able to reach any scientific conclusion with any of these theories. None of them. And you refer to yourself as a modern day prophet in the enlightened age. So what do you mean by that? And how does it relate to the knowledge that you've acquired? Well, because I feel that I'm the only person in this world that understands certain things about our existence or the reality of our existence. And I feel like I get this connection directly from God. That's why I call myself a prophet or the configurator, as I call them. And, and in terms of the enlightened age, we we, had a, we we have a choice. We can go right or we can go left. If we go right, we go down the path of the enlightened age. We have a chance for peace, security, prosperity. We can build 
the greatest Earth that's ever existed in the entire history of this planet, of the Earth. Or we can go left, which will most assuredly mean our annihilation and possibly our extinction. And that's that's where we're at right now. We, we're not quite in the enlightened age, but we can go into the enlightened age. Or we can go the opposite direction and there, there won't be anything to speak of. So why is it that you think there's nobody else out there that's as enlightened as you are? I mean, because there's no other book saying the things that I've, I've said. And the num- numbers have been in front of our face forever. I mean, you know, when I look at the cell phone, when I look at the computer, when I look at my uh, remote control for the television, you, you see numbers everywhere. But nobody has been able to make the correlation with numbers that I have. And, and I, you know, I go much deeper <laughs> into numbers in the book. I, I really spell out the way that an atom is configured mathematically and geometrically. And, and like I said, that's what it's all about. Our, our solar system is an oxygen atom. The Earth is the oxygen element of our solar system. Most people don't realize this. Venus is the carbon element of our solar system. So, you know, once you once you realize what this solar system is, then it's a lot easier to realize what the other stars are, what the galaxies are, what the universe itself is, you know, it also explains that we're connected to other universes. Our solar system within the galaxy has to be connected to something. We're not just sitting here in isolation. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's a lot that we just don't know. And it's a lot that I explain. Now, I don't explain everything in the book, but I definitely believe my book is a starting point in terms of the truth. And basically, the, our world is falling apart. If you look around, the world is a hellhole because we've created a hellhole. And, you know, it's just crumbling And because nothing, no society can survive based on lies and falsehoods and deceptions, you know, in order to really move forward and to really build our societies on something stable, it has to, uh, you know, everything has to be based on the truth. And I feel like I've been given this knowledge and information to share with the world because it's time for the world to know the truth and it's time for the world to make certain changes. And many people are seeking purpose and truth. So how does your book guide readers in their quest for understanding the nature of existence? Well, I just basically explain, you know, explain in the book what I just explained to you. You know, I explain what the solar system is. I explain what the universe is. You know, I'm, I'm spelling, I'm spelling this stuff out. Uh, I have a chapter where I explain what, like I told you, with the zero. I, I you know, going to that in the book. I, I dive into infinity and really explain infinity as well. And um, there's a lot of concepts that religion just doesn't teach about God that people need to understand. We're honestly, we, we're not here. We weren't created because God wanted to play a chess game. Anymore. You know, he wanted to see how good or evil we could be. He, he really doesn't care about any of that stuff. That's not our purpose. If you look at everything in our in the ecological systems, from, you know, all around the world, every single living thing on this planet was created for a purpose. Every living thing serves some purpose within these ecological systems. And all of these ecological systems were designed to keep a certain balance of oxygen and a certain balance of carbon in our atmosphere. And honestly, that's what everything is all about. That is more important than anything else. That's more important than human life, animal life, (laughs) plant life, any type of life. The most important thing is that balance. And if you look at all life, if you notice all life was designed to keep itself in certain numbers. Basically, we were all designed to kill each other to to keep certain numbers because the earth can only support a certain amount of living things. And that's why, you know, you know, people kill each other, lions kill each other, deer, you know, everything kills each other to keep the numbers at a certain level. Of course, you mentioned there the annihilation of the human race. And one of the topics in the books is the prevention of that. So what are some of the ways you talk about in the book that we can achieve that? 
well, okay, I got, I have four main things that I'm looking at that I talk about in the book and even, you know, interviews I've done beyond the book. And the four things are we have to lessen uh, the impact into our atmosphere of carbon, you know, all the carbon we're dumping into the atmosphere through our technology, cars, factories, airplanes. You know, we have to have a technological revolution. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, Because we have to lessen the impact of carbon that we're contributing to the atmosphere. Uh, Number one, we have to stop dumping all these chemicals and uh, poisons into the oceans and rivers. That has to stop as well. Um, we have to lessen somehow the human population. The way I, the most humane way from, I believe the earth is overpopulated by probably about 2 billion people right now. And I believe the most humane way to deal with that is we have to lessen the amount of children that we're bringing into the world, or, you know, we're just going to have no choice. Either we're going to keep killing each other <laughs> and we're going to maintain this murderous mentality that we have or some of us have. And uh, not only us, but you know, there are other plenty of other things in place, volcanoes, tsunamis, asteroids, viruses. There's all sorts of things in place to keep our numbers in check. So we have to figure that out in order for it not to be figured out for us. And the last thing is we have to greatly decrease the amount of nuclear weapons on this planet. And I'm talking greatly reduce maybe by 90%, you know, 10% just in case we need them for an external threat. But the risk, nuclear weapons are the epitome of unintelligence. You know, we've basically created weapons that can not only destroy the human race, but can destroy the whole planet several times over. In my opinion, there's nothing more unintelligent than that. And in the enlightened age, there's no place for nuclear weapons and definitely not to be used on any country on this planet. How do you envision your book influencing readers' perspectives and potentially shaping future discussions about our place in the universe? 
Well, um, I'm really hoping that the book gives me a certain credibility. I hope that when people read the book, they realize that I'm the real deal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing this just to get attention or to be controversial. You know, I I truly believe that this world has got to change. That we we treat the earth like it's our personal dumpster, like like it's our trash can almost. And that's that's not why we were put here. (laughs) That that's not you know what we're supposed to be doing. It's almost like the one thing that we're supposed to be doing, we're doing it exact opposite of it and uh at some point there's going to be consequences for it and i can tell you that nobody wants to deal with those consequences so i'm hoping that the book really gives me a certain credibility so that i can speak to the world in the same way i'm speaking to you and really you know like i said the world has got to change i have children grandkid on the way i want the earth to be here and i want a good earth to be here you know for my family and every other family and i believe we can achieve certain things if we rely on our intellect right now we're we're not relying on our intellect at all. In fact, when I look at the world, I'm asking, man, how how can we be so unintelligent <laughs> in so many different ways? And is there a particularly impactful moment or revelation from your own journey of understanding that you maybe share in the book or you can just share just now? Yeah, well, man, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain because I feel like I've been, gro- I've, I've been groomed for this for a while and I feel like I've been groomed by the configurator. And just so I don't confuse you. Mm. The configurator is what I consider the God of everything in existence. But that's not really the God that we have to worry about. We're we're far removed from that entity. (laughs) But the entity that we really have to worry about that's a lot closer to us is something that's pretty taboo in a lot of conversations. But it's the sun. The sun is what controls the solar system. Mm. Everything in the solar system, including life on this planet. (laughs) Now, I'm going to give you a scenario, though, and this is something to think about. You know, I'm going to go back to the nuclear weapons I talked about. If we have engaged in World War Three, and you know, which would more than likely be nuclear war. If we have engaged in nuclear war and we destroy the planet beyond, if we destroy the planet to the point that it can no longer function as the oxygen element that it is, if we ever did that, that would be the complete annihilation of our entire solar system. It wouldn't even just be the Earth at that point. Now we're talking the Sun, the Earth, the other seven planets, all in a black hole. That's what the black holes up there for. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that's how serious that situation is, and uh, you know. And, and in terms of like a I can't even really say, though, how I got inspired because I just kind of knew. I didn't even believe in God. That's what I wanted to say. I didn't even believe that God existed up until about a year and a half ago. You would have never convinced me that there was a God of any of this. And uh, I asked, one day I was talking to a friend and I just asked out loud. I said, God, if you're really there, let me know that you exist. You know, let me know that you're really out there, that you're you're really here. And I said it in a mocking kind of way. I never expected to get answered. You know, when I said it, it was just like, okay, let me put this to bed once and for all there is no god but you know i can find out how, how wrong i was <laughs> because there absolutely is a god there's a creator you know everything that we see there's a reason the planets aren't crashing into each other there's a reason we aren't crashing the other solar systems or you know uh everything is ordered everything's designed everything was created to perform in a certain way including you know we human beings well what is the main message that you hope readers will take away from reading the universe 
universe is not what you think it is. Well, I just want people to understand what the truth is, what this earth really is, what the sun really is, what the solar system is. You know, I got a, a big chapter on Alpha Centauri. I talk a lot about the star system Alpha Centauri in a book, a whole chapter. Um, we we need to understand what the truth is. I don't know why we've had bonders on up to this point. It's almost like, like our brains weren't designed to accept the truth for some reason. I feel kind of unique in a perspective that I can see it. And, um, but the, and, and the message that I really need for everybody to understand is the four things that I told you. Those are more important than anything else. There's nothing more important than the balance of earth and carbon and the atmosphere. And one thing you, you might not have noticed, and I don't know if most people notice, is that in order to, for there to be oxygen, there has to also be carbon. They work hand in hand. Yeah. You know, it's like that in our body. Like I said, earth and Venus are the oxygen and carbon elements of the solar system. You know, it's in our atmosphere. It just appears that everywhere you see oxygen, you also see carbon. So the balance of that in our atmosphere is more important than anything else. And everything that we do should be to maintain that balance and things will go a lot better for us. And, you know, us dumping all these chemicals in the ocean, offsetting the oxygen that comes from the ocean. A lot of the oxygen in the atmosphere comes from the ocean. And, uh, all the chemicals and poisons and damaging that ecological system in the water, you know, like I said, it's offsetting the oxygen as well. And um, and, uh, the nuclear weapons, you know, so, oh, and overpopulation of the earth. You know, those are the four things that we have to address. We have to address those. There's other things we need to address as well, but those are the four primary things we need to address sooner rather than later. Well, what are you working on at the moment? Do you have any more books or projects on the way? Yeah, man, you know, I do have a second book I'm working on on like i kind of focused on atoms in this book i kind of wanted to do another book where i focus more on the mathematical opposite of atoms the black holes Ooh. like I, but i'm still trying to understand the geometry i understand the geometry of atoms but i don't really understand the geometry of black holes i've been trying to figure it out but i'm still not quite there <laughs> i do a lot of artwork as well like um i've been working on a lot of different concepts of black holes and the zero and i try to take a lot of what i think and transform it the art that's kind of like my hobby right now so and then um, i'm trying to promote the book so those are the things i'm working on right now i do have a full-time job as well but um yeah those are the things i'm doing right now there may be another book coming in the future you know i definitely have started it but you know i probably will focus on this book for the time being and trying to get as many eyeballs as i can on it excuse me and trying to get the truth out there as best i can yeah trying to figure out some kind of way to affect the changes in this world that i spoke to you i need like i need it ain't it's not just my country that I need to get on board or the UK. It's the entire world. The entire world has to understand the changes we need to make. It has to be a cooperative effort. Like, we all have to work together. In the enlightened age, there is no more war. We're we're not fighting each other. We're not creating boogeymen. We're not making artificial enemies. That's not the behavior of intelligent people. You know, that's not the behavior of enlightened people. And, you know, if we're going to be enlightened, we have to act enlightened first and foremost and start using our intellects as opposed to whatever we've been using up to this point. <laughs> well, where are we able to find your book, The Universe Is Not What You Think It Is, and keep up to date with you everywhere? Well, I have, the only place I'm really selling it at the moment is on Amazon. So uh, all you have to do is go to Amazon. Um, you know, I have it in three different versions, uh, paperback, hardcover, and ebook. Um, the ebook is a little more affordable. <laughs> yeah. uh, I tried to make the book as nice as I could, so it, it was kind of expensive to print it. I'm not even really making 
any money off the book to be on. My commission is pitiful, but I don't even care. That's not the important thing. The important thing is, like I said, is to get the truth out there as best I can and to really wake people up to, to the deceptions and the falsehoods. I mean, almost everything is, is just unbelievable how many false impressions the world is under in so many different ways. <laughs> yeah. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been very enlightening to have you here. Hey, I really appreciate the intelligent questions you asked me and um, giving me a chance to, you know, share with your uh, listeners the truth. And uh, man, I, I appreciate that so much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribben Show.